0: This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women, with your host, the queen of curvy
1: conversation, Shanice Lewis.
0: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Sunday, March 7th. 2017. Make sure you follow the show's social media pages on Facebook at the Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. Today we have a very special guest. Shannon Shibzin Jones is a thought leader in creating a media landscape where everybody deserves to be represented, regardless of their size. As a sought-after speaker and writer, she lends her expertise to media professionals and brands who are open to a new primavera of fitness and health. In 2015, Jones founded Plus Magazine, a revolutionary body-positive health, fitness, and lifestyle magazine with weight-neutral content, dedicated to the plus-size community and has since worked with hundreds of women to help them make peace with their bodies. Shannon has worked alongside many brands collaborating with advertising agencies, brand consultants, and the body-positive community to expand our societal message to be more inclusive. Joan's work has been featured in People, Elle Magazine, Upworthy, Yahoo, and Cosmopolitan. Each issue of Fabu Plus Magazine challenges society to explore a more size diverse media culture and helps women to realize that they can live their best life now in the bodies that they have right now, not 10 pounds from now. As the Body Positive Revolution continues to gain momentum, you will find Shannon at the helm, championing acceptance for everybody through Fabu Plus Magazine. Let's welcome. Shannon to the show. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shanice. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. So how did the vision to start a plus-size fitness magazine come to you? Um,
1: I guess it was probably just because I was tired of not seeing anybody that looked like me represented in any of the magazines that I was looking at. Being a fitness enthusiast, I'm always picking up magazines, looking at what the latest trends are. And, you know, over and over again, I would just pick up these magazines and I couldn't relate to any of the women in the magazines. And I thought, you know, there are, all, women of all shapes and all sizes move their bodies. Why do we only see one type of body? And so I wow. thought maybe it's time.
0: Maybe it's time. So did you have a professional background in magazine publishing? And if not, what is your background in? No, my
1: uh, magazine publishing is new to me. My background is in uh, public and private education, previously being the Dean of Student Affairs at the Art Institute of Vancouver, and I held the title as Regional Director of Operations for Vancouver Career College here in Vancouver. So publishing and the
0: entire publishing world was completely new to me. Wow. So did you have to get investors to help get the magazine off the ground, or did you do everything on your own?
1: I did everything on my own.
0: <laughs> it was a huge, wow. huge learning curve. Yeah. <clears throat> so what was your biggest obstacle getting started?
1: I'd probably say the biggest obstacle was my distribution, um, figuring out how do I get my magazine to the women out there? Where, how do I get it on the newsstand shelves? I mean, I know there are lots of magazines on the newsstand shelves, but I didn't know how to do it. So I had to figure that out and find a distributor who was willing to take on my magazine being brand new and also being a magazine that nobody had ever seen before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was probably one of my biggest challenges. I had to, Pitch my magazine to several distributors to see if they would even carry it and get it to the newsstand
0: shelves. Now, your first issue was in print, correct? You never did an online magazine.
1: Correct. I've never done an online magazine. We went straight to print.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So for those listening that are not familiar with your magazine, tell us what kind of content that you can find inside. Um, Basically
1: the magazine is focusing completely polar opposite of what you would normally see in a lifestyle magazine. So traditional lifestyle magazines trying to change women, change the way that they look, change the way that they, you know, lose five pounds in 10 days, shrink the belly fat, try this diet, try that diet. So we removed all of the diet conversation from our magazine and we replaced it with uplifting content that really focuses on, you know, loving your best self now, living your best life now. Um, you know, not everybody looks the way that magazine portrays you to. And our magazine focuses on teaching women to change the conversations that they're having with themselves negatively and replace it with positive conversations.
0: Do you feel it's a sensitive, a sensitive subject? to talk to the PLUS community about fitness?
1: Um, <clears throat> not really. I think part of it is we're not necessarily talking about fitness. We're just showing diverse bodies moving in ways that mm-hmm. women, I think, because they think they're plus size, they can't move. So maybe I'm mm-hmm. in a plus size body, but as a kid I used to love riding a bike, and I think now, you know what, I've gained 50 pounds, I've had a few kids, there's no way I can hop on a bike And when they look at our magazine and they actually see somebody who's hopped on a bike and doing it in that body, it kind of encourages them to get back to movement that they love and enjoy, and it breaks the stereotype that just because you're in a larger body, it doesn't mean you can't move it and do the things that you love doing.
0: So the goal of the magazine is nothing about weight loss or dieting. That kind of talk is banned from the magazine, right? It
1: absolutely is banned. And it's, and movement, you know, is only a component of the magazine, the fitness section. There's all about lifestyle, fashion, beauty. We feature plus-size bloggers. We feature plus-size models. We also feature um, diverse um, books that are coming out and plus-size books where they talk about these issues. So it's really diverse. It's not, it's not all a fitness magazine. It's a lifestyle magazine, really.
0: So how do you select the cover girls for your magazine? Because I know I have a lot of people that would love to be on your cover that are listening. We
1: get a lot of requests for cover. Um, How do we (laughs) select? Well, because we only print quarterly, there are really only four opportunities for covers in our magazine. And so because there are only four, we usually pick them a year to two years in advance. <clears throat> and so we do our shoots in advance and everything. So a lot of times when people reach out, they're like, Oh, I'd love to be a cover, and I'm like, Well, we're we're now booking covers for our winter twenty nineteen issues. So we do tend oh, to wow. book way in advance. Yeah. <clears throat> because it takes a lot to coordinate with the model schedule, with our schedule, all of that kind of thing, and make sure that we have uh proper sponsors for the shoot. But most importantly for us it's it's the message, right? Like it's like, you know, just because you're plus size, you have to really resonate with what the Fabi Plus mission is, that all bodies are good bodies. And it has to not be necessarily about, you know, so many people reach out to me and they're like, oh, I'd love to be on the cover of your magazine. And I say, oh, have you ever picked up a copy and read us? And they say, no, they haven't. Right. I'm like, well, that's that's right. a really good place to start is that we love to support the plus size community, but we need support in return. So pick up a copy of the magazine, tag yourself in it with us on social media. Then we take notice. Then we start following you back and we start looking and seeing, you know, does this person really resonate the message that Fabi Plus has? Are they encouraging and uplifting um, to the community? And that's kind of usually where it starts for us as we start looking and Who's supporting us? Who's buying the magazine? Who believes in what we're doing? And then we start following them, watching them, and then we think, yeah, you know, this could be a really great fit, and then we'll reach out.
0: Now, when picking your cover girls, how important is their popularity? How much does that play into them being selected to be on the cover?
1: You know what? It kind of does, and it kind of doesn't. So, <clears throat> we've had people who are very popular, and we've had people who are not so popular. I think the thing that people um, don't not, not not so much realize is that Fabu Plus magazine is for the everyday woman. It's for the woman that you see walking in the grocery store with a few children that is plus size. That it's for the everyday woman. So, a lot of plus models and plus bloggers. They live in the plus-size world where they're immersed and they're following a lot of plus-size bloggers, but the everyday woman isn't in that world. So a lot of times, even though you might have a good following in the plus-size community, the plus-size community isn't where my my following is hanging out. So Mm. we do take it into consideration, but honestly, it's not a deal breaker because A lot of times the everyday woman doesn't even know who a a very popular plus-size blogger is or YouTuber or whatever. They just don't know because they're not in that space.
0: And that's very important what you just said, how somebody can be popular in the plus-size community community on Instagram, but that might not translate on every newsstand in Canada and the United States.
1: Exactly, exactly. So for us, it's, it's, you know, yes, we do take that into consideration because it does help, but at the same time, it's mostly for us, it's like I have to really consider who is our following, who are we choosing, and how can my following relate to that person? How, how do they relate? Is it their body shape? Is it what they stand for? Is it, you know, so that's kind
0: of we take it all into consideration. Now, besides the cover girl, what about inside the pages of the magazine? How can someone to submit to be featured? Well, we're always looking for
1: content writers. We're always looking for models and bloggers that we want to feature because the, although my my magazine does cater to the everyday woman, we want to introduce them to the plus-size world so that they know that these bloggers exist, these models exist, and then they can reach out and start following them and kind of really start getting immersed into there is more to life than dieting, right? So we do,
0: that's mm-hmm. a big
1: part of the inside of our magazine is we want to introduce the everyday woman to a life that they can live learning to love and accept themselves. So, <clears throat> again, it's, it's um same as sort of before. If you, want, if you want to be featured inside the magazine, shoot me an email. Send me a reason, you know, tell me why. What is it, you know, why do you want to be featured? For your fame? to grow or do you want to be featured because you've got a message to share with the everyday woman about a situation that you've been through or a circumstance that you've had and how you've overcome it that's what's really motivating to the everyday woman because we all feel the same we all feel that we're a plus-size body living in a straight-size world where everyone wants to change us to make us skinny and so if someone can have a story or or share a passion that the everyday woman can go, you know what, that happened to me one time, like, oh, my gosh. Then they can really resonate and relate to it, and that strengthens our community.
0: Yes, yes. So what is the best way we can support your magazine to help your company grow? Oh, right now it would probably be to pick up a copy of the magazine
1: Uh, share it, take pictures of yourself with it, let everybody know that it's out there and that it exists. Um, So many times I see women are like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know your magazine exists. I don't even know where to get it. You know, they're like, I I don't even know. And it's like, let's just spread the word that it does exist, that it is out there. And tell the everyday woman, right? Like a lot of women in the class size world and, and body positive world know that we're there. But what about your mom? What about your sister? What about your cousin, nieces? Like, just share the word.
0: Now, what about subscribing to the magazine? How important is that to your uh, growth?
1: It's very important to our growth. The more people that are purchasing the magazine and subscribing to the magazine, the more our community grows and the more our advertisers will see, hey, this is really a community that we want to get tapped into. So subscribing to the magazine on our website, you can purchase individual issues at Barnes & Noble and Books a Million in the United States and up at Chapters and Walmart Canada, um, up here in Canada.
0: And I think you might have to uh, maybe look on the website and see which stores, because in those stores, it's not in every single Books a Million, correct, or is it?
1: It is. It should be in every single book's a million, but what I am hearing is that we o- we only ship out about four or five copies to each location, <clears throat> so we distribute okay. 20,000 copies. Yeah, we distribute 20,000 copies every issue, but each location is only having between, I don't know, I think the least amount one carried one time was four, and the most was like eight, so... Um, you know, And we're not front and center, so we're not right, right up front at the cashier and the grocery stores. We're not front and center. We're on the regular magazine rack. And so sometimes they tuck us in the back, and you have to look, but we are
0: in every Barnes and & Noble and books a million in North America. Okay, because, see, I live in a small town, and so I was thinking it was only in the big cities like L.A. or New York, but you're saying you just have to go dig a little bit.
1: You have to go dig a little bit. I'm pretty sure we're everywhere.
0: All right. That's awesome. Now, you are based in Canada. What is the plus scene like in Canada versus the U.S.? Because it seems like you do a lot of your promotions here in the U.S.
1: We do a lot of our promotions in the U.S., and a big part of that is because of Um, You know, mostly because of uh, population So there are a lot more people in the United States There also is a lot, a bigger movement down in the United States When it comes to plus size So Canadians are a little bit conservative when it comes to that Um, So we do have a large curvy community in Toronto That's very active in the plus size world In plus size fashion, plus size bloggers Mm -hmm. Um, so we're pretty connected with that group out in Toronto. Um, and mm-hmm. Vancouver has, you know, a handful. We're, we don't have as much as, that, as there is out in Toronto, but I think that, again, it's just population-based. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. So what events do you have coming up? Because I know a big part of your promotion is being a part of not only plus-size event, events, but women events, too. So what events do you have coming up this year?
1: Well, this year we kind of, you know, last year we were all over. We went to Southwest Women's Shows. We were in North Carolina. We were in Nashville. We were in Texas. We were in, we were kind of all over the place. And so this year we sat back and thought, you know, where's the best place to get our readers, you know, what is it, where do we want to be? And so we're really taking a more strategic approach with the types of events that we're participating in. But definitely our focus is on the everyday woman. So we'll be having – because the everyday woman needs what we have. You know, plus-size bloggers and plus-size models, they're already very body positive. They're already confident in who they are and their body shape. And they're taking photos and images and sharing them on Instagram because they already have that newfound love of their bodies. But the everyday woman is the ones who need us the most. They're the ones who are still on diets and tired of being on diets and thinking there's something more but not sure what it is. You know, the everyday woman still doesn't like herself, still doesn't accept her body. And so that's where we want to be. We want to get in front of those women to say, there's nothing wrong with you, you're not broken come join the movement, come on the other side, and we really want to introduce them to what life is like when they learn to love and accept themselves just the way they are. So our 2018 strategy is really focused on getting to those women.
0: So um, you said this year you're going to be very strategic about places you go, so are you actively looking for things to be a media sponsor for? And if so, what would be the ideal event? Um, we're not actively
1: looking to be a media sponsor for anyone right now in the plus size arena, but we are looking to be media sponsors in the everyday woman arena. So we want to get to where our following is. There's, you know, there's 121 million women in North America that are size 14 and above. And in relation to that, there's maybe, you know, 500,000 or, you know, 800,000 that are plus size bloggers and plus size models. And it's like, well, what about the other 120,000 people? Where are they hanging out? What are they doing? And how can we get our message to them? So that's kind of really what our strategic uh, focus is. And so for us, events that we're going to be seeking out in 2018 are related to the bloggers and the uh, everyday bloggers that reach that community. So kind of the mommy bloggers, those types of things. So we're just making a little bit of a switch so that we can get our message to the everyday woman. Now, at the
0: beginning, beginning, do you feel like you were more focused on the plus community and as um, as the years went by and as the issues went by, you kind of learned that maybe this is the direction you need to go in?
1: Yes, absolutely. When we first came on the scene, we dove right into the plus size community and the body positive community. And we made lots of connections and, and they were sharing our magazine. But with that said, they were, you know, it was kind of just back to that. um, Everybody wants to be in the magazine, right? They all want to be featured. They're all in the body positive world and they all kind of want to be in the magazine, but they're following, like I said, they, they don't necessarily need the content that we have because we are teaching women to learn to love themselves and that community already is very strong, has a lot of confidence, body confidence. You know, they're already really strong in that area. So they don't necessarily need the content that's inside. It's the everyday mm-hmm. woman that really needs to learn, you know, yeah, it's it's okay to not diet and yeah, it's okay to look the way I look and there's nothing wrong with me. Right. So we're introducing a whole new, thought process to women who are still doing the Weight Watchers thing and they're still doing the diet train and they're just exhausted of it and don't know what else to do. So those are the ones that we want to get to.
0: So is it safe to say you want to try and reach a more mainstream audience now?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Got it. So what is the ultimate goal for your magazine overall?
1: Um. I'd probably say our ultimate goal is to get on every single newsstand in North America and to let women know that just because they're not a size zero or a size two, that they still matter and that they're still valued and that they're still loved and appreciated just the way they are.
0: And so uh, for you to achieve your goal, it's really about the number of subscriptions and the the number of magazines being purchased is the bottom line, right?
1: Yeah, that's the bottom line. You know, we're, we've been actively working on trying to get into Walmart USA and Target USA, so there's a bunch mm-hmm. of stores that we're actively trying to get into, but it's tough because mm-hmm. they want to see the newsstand sales. They're like, well, you know, I don't want you to come into my store, you give me five, and then I have to send three back at the end because they don't sell, so... They need to see a newsstand sell rate that's, that's up in the, you know, 30% rate. And right now we're about 20. So the average magazine sells on a newsstand like Glamour and Vogue. They sell about 35% flow through on a newsstand. And we're about mm-hmm. 15% behind that. So in order to compete with the big guys, we got to really get up there.
0: Now, how many years have you been in existence so far?
1: It'll be two years. Our anniversary issue is coming up in, on June 1st of 2018.
0: Oh, wow. So do you think maybe you're on track for two years, or do you think it's still kind of behind?
1: No, I definitely think we're on track. We've definitely grown a lot, particularly in the last year. Um, <clears throat> absolutely, we're on track for growth. Like I said, our you know when we came out of the gate, our newsstand sales were about... 15% and we've grown now to 20. And so we're looking at, okay, maybe this year we'll get to about 22, 23. So we're, we're definitely climbing. And we're growing in our advertisers as well. So a big part of what we do is connecting the curvy community and the everyday woman with brands that are supporting them, brands that are <clears throat> and, and that plus size and showing them what their options are because they're not in a plus size community They don't know what their fashion options are.
0: Now tell me about advertising in your magazine. Is it affordable to the, you know, small businesses in the plus community?
1: Absolutely it is. Our advertising rates start at $150, and they go all the way up to $2,000. So it's kind of like whatever you feel in the the meantime for new brands, we can get in there. We're also, you know, because we've never – because the print media has never focused on plus-size women in a mainstream way like this. When women mm-hmm. do come across our magazine and they see it, they're very, very emotionally connected to us. So they're, they're mm-hmm. looking at us and they're saying, oh, my goodness, finally someone that looks like me. I feel good. I get emails all the time from everyday women that say, I stood in the grocery store and I saw your magazine and I wept for the first time in my life I saw someone that looked like me on a magazine shelf beside everyone else and it just it's they're so moved. And so it's because of this emotional connection that we have with our audience that our mm-hmm. audience is also very connected to the advertisers that advertise inside our magazine as well. Because they see that those products and those brands care enough about them as a plus-size person in that body to market to them in a way that is that meets their needs, in a way that they've, you know, showing images in their
0: advertising
1: that looks like them. And then they've become very connected to them as well.
0: Now, what type of products would be um idea to advertise in your magazine? Now, automatically, no plus size clothing. But besides yes. that, what are some other things that you think would be a good fit?
1: We have plus-size clothing. We have beauty products. You know, we have brands that have never been in the plus-size landscape before, and they've never marketed to a plus-size person. And so I meet and chat with every single person that is thinking about advertising in our magazine to make sure it's the right fit. I don't want them to come into our community because they see dollar signs in their eyes and they think that they're going to be able to make tons more sales by just changing the image of their um, ad, right? I want to meet with Mm -hmm. them and find out, well, why do you want to reach this community? Why now after all this time when you've done nothing but post, you know, size zero models for the last 10 years, why now? Why are you wanting to get into this community? So I kind of grill them a little bit and we've turned away a few advertisers because I'm just like, you know what? Like it just doesn't seem right to me. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure because my community is so, you know, they're vulnerable and because they're so connected to us, anybody I present to them has to really make sure that they matter. You know, they've, mm-hmm. the plus-size community and the everyday woman has felt, you know, kind of ostracized from media and clothing stores and all of those things for years and years of their life. So if someone's going to choose to advertise in my magazine, I need to make sure that, they're going to be felt treated and felt included and, and felt important and that they need to market to them in a different way than they, than they normally
0: would. Right. What about these, um, all these events and plus size fashion shows? Would that be a good fit to advertise in your magazine?
1: Absolutely. Cause like I said, the everyday woman doesn't know that a lot of those things exist.
0: So right. we want to get the
1: message out to the everyday woman and, you know, make sure that they can attend and, and have parts, have a role in these
0: events. Right. And I'm while I'm talking to you, I'm also thinking, hey, maybe I should advertise my podcast in the magazine. I never thought about it until we are talking about it right now. There you go. Yeah, it would be excellent. <clears throat> Definitely want to spread the word to, to the
1: everyday woman who wouldn't know who you are and what you're all about.
0: So advertising, is it per magazine, or do you buy it for the whole year, or you just have different packages? We do all kinds of packages,
1: and most importantly for us, it's just a right fit, and it's sort of like what what are you looking to do? Do you want to grow your audience? Are you wanting to grow your mailing list? Are you wanting to move more product off the shelves? So we really have a conversation with our advertisers and say, what do you want to get out of our relationship? We want to help. Small to medium-sized businesses reach this demographic. <clears throat> we know budgets are small, so we also work with those. Um, we want to be more than just a post, right? Like we don't, you know, we we don't want to take your money and and throw a post out there and get no engagement. We track our engagement on every post that we do, and we send a full report to all of our advertisers on. And monitor how well the post does. We monitor their mm-hmm. website traffic on the back end to see, yes, we drove X number of people to your website from this post that we did. So it's it's really, <clears throat> it's a really unique marketing relationship that we form with our Mm -hmm. clients so it's like I said it's not just yeah we want to take your money and come on in our magazine it's like no what are your goals as a company what do you want to grow and how can we help you with that and then we monitor whatever we're doing together and then we sit back and evaluate it after and say okay well your goal was to grow your mailing list we did x y and z and your list grew by 500 people and they're like oh that's that's great and then you evaluate it we try to bring value to any ad dollars that they're spending with us.
0: Right. Nice. So do you have anything else coming up that we should know about or we should be on the lookout for? I know you said the anniversary issue is coming out this summer. Anything else big happening?
1: We've got the anniversary issue coming out. Um you know what, nothing that I'm able to share with you at this moment. We do have some stuff coming out this year, but until everything's locked and signed, I can't really speak about it. The major ones that we're looking at is just expansion in our distribution. So keep your eyes peeled for when that happens, and then we'll be readily available to a lot more people in North America.
0: So tell us your Official website and your social media handles, how we can keep up with everything with Fabu Plus Magazine?
1: Certainly. So, our website is www.fabuplusmagazine.com. Our Facebook is Fabu Plus Magazine. You can find us there. And our Instagram handle is at Fabu Plus. So We've got Twitter. We're, we're out there. You just, Fabi Plus is a very unique name. So you type it in and you can pretty much find us anywhere you go.
0: Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a very informative interview. I learned so much about you in the magazine. And I definitely support Fabi Plus Magazine. And I've actually been in it, so I'm definitely a big supporter.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Shanice. It was great chatting with you. And I really appreciate the time.
0: Okay. Well, continue success with everything you have going on, and I'll be in touch about advertising. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And thank you to my guest, Shannon, for being on the show. Make sure you check out Plus Magazine and support. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis, Thank you for tuning in and supporting me. Until next time, keep thriving in your curve and be blessed.
1: You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit
0: shanicelewisShow.com.